Hey, everybody, it's Lisa Lamb and Allie, the head clam in charge of Losers with a Dream. Thank you for joining us this week. Oh, we're going to first of all talk about Bo and how he was very mean to me and how he made amends. Then we're going to talk about the concept of delusion. When do delusions of grandeur get incredibly dangerous and tip over into conceit and craziness? And when do delusions of uh, persecution become debilitating and we become a victim? It's a weird concept, but one we all live with, whether we know it or not. Make sure to listen and you'll see how you do too. We love you. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. With a dream. Ow. Is it a delusion that I think I can sing? Hey, you all know what time it is. It's Lisa Lampinelli, and it's time for the Losers with the Dream featuring me and, yeah, two other guys, Nick and Bo. I mean, nobody cares. I mean, I'm the star. Are you kidding me? They'd be nothing without me. Losers with the Dream. You're listening, so who's the actual loser? Now sit back and enjoy Losers with the Dream. Or don't enjoy it. Or don't even sit down. Shut up, burn calories. Hello and welcome to the Losers with the Dream podcast. We are losers. And we got some big dreams. <laughs> They're did. shattered because we just met the new coolest person in our lives. If Whoa. you are watching right now, you can see we're in a new studio. We're in our final form. Yes, we got a new this producer. His name is Wolf. And he has a deep, <laughs> sexy voice, and I feel right at home here. Why? It's a great time. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Bo and Nick must be making some money to pay for this. <laughs> Not really. So go subscribe to our Patreon right now. Yeah, that would be a good idea. You know, the Patreon, I wasn't the biggest fan of the Patreon until recently. Yeah. And I spoke about it last week saying I really do enjoy, like, the one-on-ones with the people and the right. chats. And you know what? It don't cost much. No. So stop being a chintzy fuck and sign up for this. Am I right or am I right, Nick? What is chintzy? Chintzy is cheap. Oh, okay. okay. Boy, oh, boy. I mean, well, you know what that meant. He gets it. I don't know what it is. It's a word that my mother used to use. Bless her heart. Those chintzy bastards, she'd say. And it wasn't a racial thing because that's a different say, You know what? You know where we are in New York right now, right? No. That's a different word altogether. Okay. okay. Right. I got right. nervous. So uh, if you want, go to our Patreon page and yes. there's many tiers. Enjoy yourself and yes. a bunch of different things. Please subscribe. Hey, we need money. help. We don't so, really. I think like Bo in well, his, in his day it. job it as a male prostitute, <laughs> <laughs> he's coming up, up empty. Um, I, think, I think we talked last time uh, how much Nick would be worth on the open gay porn. Not porn. Um. What do uh, you the, go, the, prostitute uh, the market, and the we market, figured $5. The yeah. So if you want, if Follow you want me on Instagram. Nick to <laughs> come to your house and service you, and you are a man, $5. $5 on Patreon. That's yeah. tier and you got to provide food. You have to provide food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A grinder bad. or two. Yeah. Grinder, literally. Oh, of course. That's <laughs> too easy, bro. All right, do the rest of the promo. All right, Nick. first and foremost, Patreon. We already said that. Subscribe yes. to that. Follow us on iTunes, on Spotify, and YouTube. Please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, a.k.a. iTunes. You can follow us individually 
on Instagram, you can follow me at Nick Scopes. You could follow her at Lisa Lampanelli. Duh, she's got a blue check mark. Duh. And then you could follow Bo at Bo McDowell Comedy. Comedy. Also, we're on TikTok, but who cares? You Bo, know? And Bo, you wait. You had a very funny joke in the past. I don't know if you do it anymore. It's about, yeah. hey, a girl meets you on Bumble. Right. And she says, is it really you? And you go, who's pretending to be me on Bumble? That's correct. Right. Yes. Now, why don't you and fun. Nick be verified? Because you are, and have the check mark, because you are who you say you are. So I True. suggest that you I got verified on it. I did that. Did you get verified on the Instagram? Uh, oh, on Instagram? Yeah. No. No, I should be verified on Instagram. You got, okay. I got verified Jeff, on Don't Bumble. you like, oh, that's a, that's a thing? I didn't even know that yeah, was a yeah, thing. Yeah, there's like a little thing you can do. Does it mean, hi, I haven't raped? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. or openly been caught. <laughs> low, yes. Oh yeah, low, low rape threshold. Yeah, <laughs> low, it says low endurance. You won't be a, if you run away, he won't be able to get you. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. Um, all right. So what else? Oh, I'm going to oh. shout out our Patreons real quick. Yeah, yeah, go because there are several people who donate every month, and one of the things they get is they get to be a quote unquote producer, and we read their names. So we have. Here we go. Oh, first and foremost, Darren. Darren. Quist, who, by the way, I did a video chat with, and I met his doggy and husband. And I know you guys are saying, oh, gays can't get married. Well, yes, they can. <laughs> so, Darren, there is Doris Holcomb, Mikey Evans, who does some of our videos. Yep. He's hilarious. Looking he for love in all the wrong places in Not Florida. It, like Stop it, Mikey. Don't even search anymore. It doesn't Taco happen. Bell. Come over, Mikey. I have someone's name here. It says Colin Fennell, but it looks like Connor, Colin Farrell. Connor Fennell. <laughs> oh, Connor Fennell. Yeah. yeah. He, Connor's the best type of Patreon. I'll tell I you like what him. he does. He donates a certain amount, and it's more than most people. Yep. Doesn't ask for anything in return. Doesn't want it. He doesn't want a video. No. He doesn't want a clamio, no. which is our type of cameos we sent to yep. patrons. He's just like, leave me alone, <laughs> and let me give you money. Fine. We also have Samantha, and of course... J-Max 479, what our up, newest page. Hey, we're happy to have you here. And last, I do have to do one shout out. Okay. These lovely mugs. Uh, we used to have oh, mugs yeah. that literally, I could not find the words loser and winner on mugs. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how that's possible, but this guy, it broke his heart that we didn't have better mugs. He sent us these from Germany. That's right. And his name, he wants us to call him Calamity Clam, <laughs> AKA David. So thank you, That's Calamity right. Clam, for our mugs. Yes, Germany, finally Germany. doing the right thing. Yes, we love you, Germany. Made up for all six mil. Oh my goodness. <laughs> all right, so here we also, go. Okay, I also want to say, because I totally forgot to tell Lisa about this, but we have a show this Friday at in New Haven, we're Thursday, be dummy. Oh, it's Thursday. Okay, what's the date on that? It Thursday, March tenth. It's at Elm City Social in New Haven, we right on College show. Street. Two shows. The seven p.m. is uh, almost sold almost out. sold out. Almost sold out. Right. I didn't no. know how many tickets. It's like were left. yeah, like maybe two tickets. So yeah. Get on and it. then nine p.m. show. We got some tickets there. And then I'll be opening for Andrew Schultz at Radio City Music Hall. <laughs> <laughs> In your fucking well, dreams. Uh, you just texted me. Yeah. It's so cute of you to have aspirations and dreams. I definitely got to ask. Glad we got that. Okay, no, and where can people find these tickets to this aforementioned? They can find it. Links in our bios. We have link trees. You yep. can see March 10th, New Haven shows. It says Dan Altano tickets. That's the guy who's running Sounds the show. terrible. Go okay, to our links. So I fully will not be supporting you. All right, so <laughs> what are we going to talk about? First? Good. So we're going to do, I have to do a quick meathead moment. 
Oh, that's our old segment. You know we usually do a mental health check-in. We usually do a mental health check-in, but has Bo done such wrong things this week have made that mistakes. he is going to do a meathead moment of the week, which means some way he effed up. Go ahead, so, Bo. This week, I had a meathead <laughs> moment. I was at the diner. I was with my two best pals in the world, Nick and Lisa. I do recall. And uh, I was pitching jokes for a roast that me and Nick will be doing this Sunday. And um, I pitched a joke yes. where the butt, so to say, was my good friend Lisa Lampanelli. Well, yes. when I heard <laughs> this joke, I threw Peter Bread at your head. And I said, how dare you? After all I've done for you, don't you know I'm sensitive? And I don't like jokes at my expense, especially yeah. unfunny ones. So that's what I always said about the roast, by the way. I could yeah. take all the jokes, but if they're not funny, I can't authorize it. It's so true. I said, never make fun of me again. And what happened after that? Well, uh, you threw things at me, and <laughs> I apologized. And then you uh, read me the right act again, and yes. then I apologized again. Yes, I feel that's appropriate. And then we were on a phone call, and then I, I brought it up again, and I apologized. Well, the thing is, I did tell you, I go, Bo, <laughs> it's forgotten. Because like I'm the type, honestly. Yeah. Once we discuss it and we're calm about it, yeah. it's forgotten. Right. It's just like you can't hold on to it. You, I think, I recognize my part in it, which I think what happens is when we feel wronged by someone, some of it has to sometimes do with us, sometimes. So I thought to myself, as I drove away from that diner, by the way, my threat was now you have to pay for my food. Yeah. And I didn't make you because we're like, this had nothing to do with money. Right. So I said in my head, I go, does Bo know I'm sensitive about that? Does he know it's, I'm sensitive about jokes in general? And I'm like, maybe I haven't told him as much. So, of course, I forgive him. Yeah. And so when you called again to apologize, even uh, though I freaking told you it was forgotten, I Bo brought overkill. that up. They that's do. That's how I do it. They do. Boverkill. <laughs> there you go. Um, so I felt it was good you apologized again. But I did explain to you, hey, maybe part of it was my fault. Right. Because I didn't elaborate on what hurts us. It's just a boundary, you know? Right, right, right. So what I felt was good was that you took ownership, you were a gentleman, and that you bring it up on air for the fourth apology. <laughs> I would say I'm sorry one more time. You think so? Yeah. No, nope, okay. I think it's overkill. Nick's <laughs> <laughs> like, I haven't talked in seven minutes. No, I was just... Well, I'm... Sorry. I do not accept. <laughs> no, I think that's great, and I love it. And I think just we just have to freaking hold people accountable, but not then never let it go. Right. Because this will never be thrown up to you. Did you ever have this where you would apologize for something and your parents or whatever? But, oh, yeah, and what about that time? And you're just like, dude, I fucking said I was sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I think it's fair. Like, I broke into my parents' house one time. Wait, was, what? Well, <laughs> I had a bit of a drug problem. Oh, I didn't know that. I have not listened. <laughs> so, you know, they would, like, lock me out from time to time because wow. you don't want the, the problem kid in the house. Sure. They would only and, uh, lock the uh, snack cabinet, too. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> All the, and the drug cabinet? Yeah. yeah which yeah. Bo's dad is a fucking pothead. That's right. Just kidding. Cares for his little weed there. Okay. And, uh, well, so anyways, I broke into the house. Yeah. And, like, I smashed up a window to get in. And uh, they still bring that up, but I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's a rough <laughs> one to let go of. Yeah. yeah. If you broke yeah. into Lisa's house, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's okay. You can break into my house if 
you take care of my dogs. Like that would be <laughs> the only time allowable. Like if, for instance, does that happen? Does people break into houses to well, take just, care of animals? No, I mean, God forbid, I forgot them on a trip. Right. Say I had to fly to Vegas to write on a brand new show. Hint, hint. Well, maybe I forget to drop the dogs. Right. right. Well, I should sometimes say, "Bo, break a window." That's the only time, though. Other than that. And right. I'm not giving you the key to the hot tub because I don't want your jizz in the hot tub. Because all I think of I, about I don't shut have up. that much jizz. Listen, oh, you should not dribble. Well, here's the Ooh. thing: I always get scared to let people stay in my house because I'm like, I have the impression everyone jerks off in a hot tub. Really? I don't know why. I think that's that it must good. have been that's like an Animal House. Yeah, or old, that's a weird no. I would never masturbate the. Did you ever have no. sex in the water? Yes. Well, yeah. Okay. For real, full-on intercourse, because it's difficult. Yeah, you, know, it you gets gotta hot. get out of the water. It gets hot, and then I almost, I've almost passed out doing that. But that's just on land for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're girthy. You were on the bottom. You almost passed out. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Well, it, it's very the heat, and then you get like overstimulated, and you and you almost you? It's faint. It's wow. easy to faint. In the old days, <laughs> I remember doing such a thing. Yeah. And uh, boy, oh boy. <laughs> It doesn't feel that great. Anyway, Nick, do you have a meathead moment or a mental I do health? not. I have oh. a mental health check-in. I want to give you credit, by the way, for having one, because a lot of people have reached out and said it's very helpful to them to know we all have mental health issues. No one more than you. Go ahead, Nick. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm the worst. Um, so I feel today right. like Will Ferrell in old school. Oh. Particularly the scene where he blacks out in his debate club. Yep. The <laughs> you best. remember that? The best. And he just gets all the answers right because yeah. that was me last night when us three went to trivia at a gay bar in Norwalk, <laughs> Connecticut. Yeah. I got all, they, at the end of each round, they played a, a part of a song. You had to yeah. guess the artist. I got all of them right. And it was Janet Jackson, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Jessica Simpson. <laughs> In vogue, and then it was uh, my lips are sealed by the bangles, but really I go, oh, this sounds different. What yeah, is this? Yeah. It, and I go, this is Hillary Duff. And I was this, right, okay? I mean, Even your, your nephew, Alec, he, he goes, because he goes up to the guy that's on the guy's iPad, he's playing, and he yeah. hands it in, and he goes, I can't believe you're right, it was Hillary Duff. I'm so I proud can't of believe. you. I, I mean, it was. I mean, it's a wake up call, buddy. Woo! This, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. And then, and then the, the, um, the trivia guy was like, if you post on Facebook that you're here, yeah, yeah. you'll get extra points. And I went to do it and I went, you know what? That's yeah, that's that is the that far. is the nail in my bedazzled gay coffin <laughs> that I don't need. Everyone is ready questioning, but yeah, I was Well, we ordered pizza to the gay bar and That's straight. The guy brought like the pizza out and he goes, What kind of a bar is this, man? And I was like, It's a gay bar. And he was like, Are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. He's Pretty like, much. What are you doing in there? I'm like, don't don't worry about it. <laughs> I just walked away. She grabbed the food. It's like, is this a gay bar? Nope. Yeah. Well, grabbed here's, the but here's what I wonder about that bar. 90% of the people in there were straight. Probably. Because of the trivia. Yeah. Do you think the gay guys get resentful and are like, Probably. you know what? This is our space. Why are you straighties coming around? Other than me, because I'm like a gay guy. Yeah, yeah. I saw that group of gay dudes in the corner when I was like dancing. And they hated around. us. They, yeah, they could tell. They, they were like, us. they're like, I 
was like, don't get mad that I'm better than you. You are really That's good. By the way, mad. On better my, dancer than most gay men. He yeah. really is. On my Instagram, there's a great post. You should look at it. Last week's Wednesday post, Nick is dancing fully in the gay bar, and I was very impressed. No. You do not hold back. You don't I care. Do I, was I doing care. my dancing on the side in that video? I cut that part out because I didn't want people to throw up. Right. But <laughs> it, was, it was just Nick and gay Bobby. It was super cute. Wolf, our producer, just felt our first. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa went a little yeah. too far. Yeah. <laughs> well, just, the air has left Wolf's body. <laughs> he felt I that. just think we all have our strengths. Yes. Mine is my past. That's it. <laughs> I got nothing going on. I've got nothing that's happening and making me uh, hot in my career right now. What are you talking about? You've got, oh yeah, other yeah. than this. This is really great. Everybody loves it. Um, <laughs> got Nick a couple has, of tamales right here. I, <laughs> Nick's got dancing. Right. And I don't and know my what this is yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you are a good apologizer. Yeah, I'm a fantastic that's apologizer. That's really good. Pretty good. Make All right. All right. Oh my God, I can't believe we're like 15 minutes in already. Yeah, that's it's pretty good. I can skip my mental health check-in. Good, all right, so we're gonna- <laughs> I'm doing great. That's you all are? I wanna say, sure? and I'll tell you why. Because we, we started recording earlier, Yeah, it's great. and we started recording in a different studio to accommodate the earliness, and I just feel like it's a new beginning, so I feel like Nellie Forbush in Oklahoma, where she says, many a new day will dawn, many a new sun will set. Uh, okay, we okay, you know what? That one. Fuck you <laughs> If you were gay, you'd love the reference. Wolf, no, I cut it, Wolf. <laughs> cut it out. No, I just feel we are definitely in a new beginning, and I love it because it's just I have more energy at this time of night. I think this is great, and I get good vibes from Wolf. He does not seem rapey. Right. Yeah. So I'm definitely, saying, definitely no rapes on his. No, no, I. No. And even if he has, he's, like, he's so kill hot. Me, dude. Would that be that he's bad? He's on camera yeah, like, right. fuck this. Like there's some guys, and I know this is terribly unwoke of me to say, sure. but there's some guys that are good enough looking that you might forgive them for uh, <laughs> a sexual assault. And I know that's wrong and unwoke, and I expect to get a lot of negative comments We're going to get that. an email from Alex tomorrow and be like, Wolf, quit. Um, yeah, he's, he's saying uh, It's true, though, but can Brad Pitt rape? I don't know. He can, and he will. No, I don't know. But it'd be hard to like think he couldn't find enough chicks to just give it to him willingly. That's right. That is one hot or that, man. Or that Idris Elba guy. Oy vey, oh, may yeah. I say. Hey, now. There's a lot of guys, though, like Willem Dafoe. Ew! Yeah. But he's probably not a Classic raper. raper. No, he's not a raper. Big time raper. He's not a raper! <laughs> we don't want to get sued. So listen, we have to take a break before we get sued by Willem Dafoe and possibly Christopher Walken okay. and James Woods. That's Those true. are all guys who have not That's done the, the rapes, rapes but who you would go, ew, gross, don't. Right. Thank you for this <laughs> TED Talk. <laughs> All right, so we're going to come back. What are we going to talk about, Nick? We are taking a quick break, and we're going to talk about delusion. Oh! What? I have been wanting to do this subject for years and years, even though the podcast is less than 11 months old. So we will be back with what? Delusion. Losers with a dream. Coming back up. Yeah. <sighs> 
Hello, and welcome back to Loser with a Dream podcast. We are losers. And we got some big dreams. Yeah, we do. And we are going to get into our topic. Our topic of the day. Yeah. Which is delusion. Delusion. We all suffer from it. I've never. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not you, no, no, dude. It's not my fault. Not you. Now, how, Bo, did we come <laughs> to this topic? Well, this is, as Lisa said, one of her long-awaited topics in the uh, in it's the Lisa. basically one of those things where we show up at the diner and she goes, "We're doing this," <laughs> yeah. and we go, "Okay, yeah, that sounds good." <laughs> um, we have always we've long spoke, Ooh. or she has long spoke of my delusional. Uh, Thing that I have, <laughs> where I think your that, psychosis. Yes, where I think that I am uh, uh, God's gift to Earth, which I am, and I don't think we should. Uh, and the <laughs> what end. This entire podcast yeah. is be like, <laughs> so people are saying like I'm delusional, yeah. or whatever, but like but not actually, really. Yeah. No, I mean, listen, I, uh, I, there's definitely a fair amount of delusion in me, and uh, you know, I enjoy it. I enjoy like here, the thing about being like super delusional, like because I am like I truly believe in my heart of hearts mm. that I am a fantastic comedian. <laughs> and she's I don't know if you caught her laughing. On, she should page. apologize four times. <laughs> she should apologize. I want five apologies. Yeah. <laughs> um, I truly do believe that I am like a very good comic, and that you know Far. I will be a, a very big deal for a well, you're long time. Very big. Right, <laughs> and uh, and so, but I think that there's, you know, there's something to that to having that delusion, and there's a healthy part of that, and then there's a not healthy part of that, right? I like the healthy would part. Agree. The healthy part is like believing in yourself, right, and having confidence, and having like, all right, like I can do this, I'm gonna get there, you know, all that. I have talent, those things, yeah. right? The unhealthy part is when you start thinking about yourself or your life as what it isn't, right? Like if I walked into the, today's studio, and they were and You're Wolf, like, I'm here for the fitness photo shoot. <laughs> that would be delusional. Yeah. But if I walked Wolf in like, and what I was the fuck is my job, dude? Yeah, like what? Wolf. Wolf didn't know my name when I walked in here. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? And if I walked in here being like, oh, how do you not know my name? Yeah. <laughs> like that would be an I didn't insane thing to do, dude. That was yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Shakespeare. How do you not know? I mean, because Bites my thumb at you, sir. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, if I walked in here being like, how do they not know right. who I am? You know what I mean? Or like all 3000 followers on Instagram. Right. Exactly. Then that would be delusional. But it's not delusional to think to yourself, well, this could be this thing one day. And I want to I want to carry myself with confidence because of that. Right. So that's not wrong. It's when we get into a process of being like, like I was thinking about like men who have hair pieces, right? You are accept, you are basically living in a fantasy world where you now have hair, right? You're not accepting reality at all. You're, you know, guys who like dye their hair. Oh, no, the best is the guys who are bald up here. Right, keep the sides, yeah, and dye the sides. Right, they're like, I got this left. I'm gonna keep this nice and jet black, you know. My pubes are gray. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. It's right. like, what are you doing, man? Exactly, and I mean, you know, there's there's the the fat guys who think that they should be dating supermodels. You know what I mean? Like, I've had yeah. friends who are like big guys like me, and they're like, uh, you know, they'll they'll be like going out with some girl, and they're like, ah, she's just not hot enough. 
It's like, well, you have stains on your face. So like, what are we doing? You, know what you I mean? got tomato sauce yeah. on your chin, pal. Like this is in in the reality, this is a good fit. But you look at yourself a different way, and now you're fucking up reality, right? Which is delusion. That's how I feel about like uh, sports, like clearly sports reporters that have never played the sport. Yeah, that are just like you know. Or like we're from Connecticut, yeah. right? A lot of white kids in the suburbs, and they're like, "Yeah, LeBron's actually like not really that good." You're like, <laughs> "What's up, man? Yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? Right, right, idiot. Yeah. Oh, I hate people like that. Yes, yes. They're delusional. But I, I want to, I want to say something about being delusional. I think I've developed some delusion over time. Sure. And can, I, can I be honest? It's helped me. Yes, a little bit. A little more yeah, of like you're a little bit of X Factor crazy. Right, little always. Bit. Right, yeah. a little bit, and I and I I I am here to come out to support delusion. Okay, delusion. <laughs> we'll set delusion you free. for office twenty twenty four. Okay, okay. A little delusion though helps. It goes a long way. Right, because I think honestly, and this is you know, Bo just had his just for laughs thing. Bo works harder. I'll be serious here for a minute. Bo works harder than any comic. I know, besides probably Andrew Schultz, but he works harder <laughs> than any comic in our circle in Connecticut yeah. and like the and everyone who's at our level. And yeah, no, that's that's true, right? Okay, well, you ruined it. <laughs> I was trying to be like give you a nice compliment. No, I know. I'm, I'm no, sorry. but you know, and I back. I would say a few years ago when I was more insecure about comedy, I was like, Bo's delusion would like make me uncomfortable. I was like, who's this idiot? think he is right and then you see how hard you've worked and where you're getting to and how things are happening and you're like you know what maybe a little delusion would be cool yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah maybe yeah. i should have a little yeah it's more... not the worst thing to to like yeah. it's just having the belief man even like uh I, I recently did a presentation at work for like the newer trainers yeah. right and i was telling it was about something else but i was telling them i go because at, at equinox it's all type a yeah, yeah, they're they're in charge. They're the CEO. They run the company. They own the business, right. right? And these people can be a lot. And I said, listen, you need to have a little bit of when these people come in here. You need to have a little bit of not even delusion, a little confidence, delusion. They'd be like, I'm the person to help them. Who cares who they are in the world? Yes, yes. You're the per you're in the trainer. Sales you, position. you don't know how to invest. And they right. don't know how to train people. 100%. So fucking stay, just dig your heels in and go, no, I'm the, it took me years to realize that. Just be like, I'm the guy. Right. I'm the guy or a girl. I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. Be confident in what you at least know and hammer that, and then you'll get better over time. Well, that's the, the whole thing of like, nobody knows the script except you. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like nobody knows what's supposed to be said, what it's supposed to sound like, whether you're in a sales job, whether you're, you know, a trainer, whether you're doing comedy, like nobody knows how the set's supposed to go, how things are supposed to look. You have free will in this world to believe and to and to put your stuff out there. Yeah. And and hopefully it comes back. So being a little delusional in a field like that where you have like free reign to to be as positive or as motivating or as "Quote unquote delusional" as you want to be is not bad. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. like you know, like like the Gary Vaynerchuks of the world who are like, you know, there's a business in everybody, and they they, they have this kind of like extremely delusional uh, philosophy, but it it hits people that want to jump onto that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, but you know, there's other places where if you get caught in delusion, you don't live in reality anymore, right? And you are hurting other people. Right, like it's delusional of me to think that I can casually have a drink at a bar. Right, right. Like it's delusional of me to think that I can eat 
Wendy's every day. Right. Right. And, and it's all going to work out. Right. So there's denial. And then there's like, I'm living in reality, but I have a little bit of this thing. Right. Right. So it's like, it's almost like delusion's good if you just get a little, little taste. Just a little sprinkle. A little yeah. emerald. What's his name? Lassie? Yeah, a little on the list. Lassie, Lagasse, emerald. Like a bang. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's a little the meatball bang. guy. The meatball guy. Bang. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A little delusion in there. A little yeah, olive oil. Yeah, it's oregano. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah, you just want like a little because if you don't have that, like if you are sitting. If you are living in reality all the time, especially with your passion that you're trying to make happen, then you might be sitting there going like, fuck, man. Like, the reality is I'm not making money. The reality is, like, this doesn't look well. Which is you know our I mean? current is reality. Right, right. The, re <laughs> the reality is I'm at an open mic right now. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like, the reality is things don't look great, you know? Yep. And if you are constantly living in that, then you're going to start to feel pretty bad. Right. Yes. So if you have a little, if you put a little bit of that, like, hey man, I, I got a little skin in the game. Yeah. Then you you give yourself a day. You yeah. buy yourself another week. You buy yourself another month of like, all right, I'm gonna keep running at this. We're just stringing things along, man. That's right. Yeah. The you're... monkey bars of delusion, dude. That's right. We're just swinging from one to the next, <laughs> just trying to hold on, not falling all the wood chips. <laughs> <laughs> I could never do the fucking monkey bars. You're kidding. Not even your weight, dude. You're 6'3". Yeah, no. You've been this height since you were 14, right? Yeah. I just, Don't get all depressed, uh, no, I was just dude. trying to have like, a conversation. On oh, my God. Yeah. I, I didn't always look like this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, no I, I've barred. I've monkeyed. Yeah, we've been to a lot of bars. <laughs> we know, dude. You had, to, you had to stop going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not allowed in. Did it? <laughs> Didn't go well for you. <laughs> I still have my spidey senses, though. Oh, dude, real quick, Bo, yeah. we were standing outside the building, which, by the way, we were like, oh, where's the entrance? It was four doors down. Yeah. Three doors down, my favorite band. Yeah. No, we were uh, <laughs> we were standing there, and this guy, we were just standing there waiting for Lisa to pull up with all the stuff so we could bring in here. And some guy walks by, and Bo just goes, oh, somebody's got drugs. Yeah. And that dude walked about 10 feet past us and then immediately started to do a drug deal. <laughs> and I looked at Bo like, he goes, Spidey senses, bro. <laughs> From all those top secret meetings. Everywhere I go, I know. You I know can, I'm just like, drugs. oh, that guy's got some drugs. Yeah. <laughs> oh. what is the, can you describe the look? Yeah, no. Well, as I was walking by, he looked up, which means he's always... He's always kind of surveying, and he and he looked high. So I knew he was kind of like looking for a guy to sell something to, and he just had that sketchy look. It's like it's a certain number of clothing that isn't hasn't been washed. He was wearing that drug rug. Yeah, it was just yeah. obvious. You know yeah. what I mean? It was kind of obvious, but I just didn't even notice it. Something I don't see. Or oh notice. yeah, I walked by him. I go, oh yeah, I, I could get drugs from that guy. Like just immediately, you go. Fucking twenty feet later, some hot young girls buying something. Yeah, you're too hot, lady. I get into the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, that would be delusional if I thought I could sell drugs and stay clean. That, that would be good out. at dude. Can you help pay for the podcast. <laughs> do you just want to suck it up a little bit, maybe, dude? <laughs> I, I'll do it because I, I have get, no temptation. <laughs> I'll do it. What do you want me to do? I don't I care get, about drugs. I get at you all. a plug. Oh yeah. Uh, you would be a terrible drug dealer. Okay, we're not doing that. Yeah, I'd be like, what do you, um. What is, do you want the, this would be like Lisa, be like, you want the smack? <laughs> two smacks? Yeah, <laughs> two smacks. You smack. like the count? <laughs> that would be great. Anyway, go ahead. What were you going to say? My no, favorite. I was going to say, I think we, I think we gave a good view of delusion and what it should be. I think, 
I think I have maybe a little bit more than I should. And I'm going to be honest about that, okay? Okay. All right? I, I'm going to let you know I Great. think I have a little bit more. Yeah, you do. <laughs> but I think, I think I enjoy it. I think there's parts of it that are fun. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Dude, the most, I, I mean, I think I've said this before but on the podcast, but like most of my life I've felt always like other people had it figured out. Right. And I didn't. I mean, like I felt that way until I was like 28. Like I'm yeah. the dummy. I'm the whatever. Oh, I don't And then you get older and you realize. Everybody's. Yeah, you're like, oh, no one knows what they're doing. Right. It's like the Wizard of Oz. It's just like you hear like this great, it's like the powerful wizard, and there's just some asshole behind a curtain <laughs> fucking just like, uh, like, oh, no, pay attention to me. Just with a wheel, <laughs> fucking monkeys flying around and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's all bullshit. Right. Everyone's full of shit, yeah. okay? You're all delusional, and I'm the fucking man, dude. Yeah. But, well, it's, <laughs> I don't know if that's the, the takeaway. No, it is. <laughs> I blacked out. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Where did no, I go? But, no, but when you're younger, you naturally have a lot more delusion. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like when I was uh, when I was like 18, what I believed my life could be at a drop of a hat was insane. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was like constantly like, oh, I'm gonna be a DJ, dude. Like, it would I would like see <laughs> I would like see a DJ and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I could do that. I've never, I don't know anything about music. I've never, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, yeah, dude. He, he pumps his arm and to shit. NYU, like he's a DJ. <laughs> exploring his sexuality. Yeah, but like, anything. Like, remember, when you're a kid, you're like, I could be in the NBA. Oh, I dude, when I was NFL. nine, yeah. I was the next Jerry Rice. <laughs> That's just who. what was going to happen. Right. I remember asking, I remember asking my uh, grandmother's, I guess my step-grandfather? Yeah. My grandmother's husband one time, I was like, can you like play like both sports? Like if I like, <laughs> I remember being like, so can I play football and baseball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, like, you know, contracts. I, I could get on the Niners, whatever, right? <laughs> but it's like getting on the Yankees too would be cool. Like, is that Do they like, have to be in the same city? Yeah, so like, like I can... what's travel like? <laughs> like I was fucking nine, you're like, yeah, I got this shit. Bro. Right, yeah. Dude, that was like, I'll never forget my grandmother, God rest her soul. Sort of, um, uh, she a little yeah. more granny talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, God rest her soul. She was the nicest. I was in fifth grade. And remember, like, do you remember like X Games was the shit? Yes, X Games was the yes. Shit I thought I was gonna be yeah, a good skateboarder. Dude, so did I. Uh, yeah. No, I thought I was gonna. I thought I was gonna be Dave Mira, the BMX <laughs> guy. So he had a bike. It was all chrome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. White wall wheels. My right. my grandmother was on a cruise gambling to win money to buy me this bike. That's the most WAP thing I've trash. ever Trash! <laughs> Italian trash. She comes back, she buys me the bike. Yeah. It's a sick chrome bike. I got the helmet to match. Dude, I'm ready to go. Yeah, you, I'm riding that thing around. You're spinning ripping. the handlebars? Yeah, it has, it has the pegs. <laughs> yeah. Not the pegs that I use now. Right. But the pegs on the back of the bike that someone could stand on. <laughs> yeah. Poor wolf, dude. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh... <laughs> yeah, and I remember like riding that shit around, and then I went to do like some trick, fell like eight hard, it. and then yeah. I was like, "Oh, I'm done with this." Yeah, that was <laughs> never gonna happen. Yeah. The dream's over, dude. I'm not gonna be Sean White. Yeah, I like bought... skateboarding and snowboarding the Olympics. <laughs> I bought a skateboard, and I was like, I couldn't get the ollie is the easiest one. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't get halfway to what an ollie yeah. was supposed to be. And I remember I was hanging out with some kid that was like good. He was like sponsored, but he was like like five foot and like a twig. Yeah, and yeah. I'm massive, 
I'm not. I, I am not in a position to roll, dude. I remember. I remember too with sports. I said, <laughs> "Well, yarn." <laughs> okay, it set you up there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you said it, and the look on your face, you're like, "Damn it! Come on!" Man. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yarn. Speaking but, of setting them up, oh no! Why don't we set Lisa, our good friend, on Lisa. fire? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's set her up to come back. Yes, we are going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with the one and only Lisa Lampanelli. Yep, head claim in charge. HCIC. <laughs> we'll be right back. Boom. Hello, welcome back to the Loser with a Dream <laughs> podcast. We are losers. <laughs> And we got some big dreams. <laughs> I hope I Nick know. dies and comes back as someone who goes to Harvard and then brags about it. Because he, the Harvard even sweatshirt. joking with him, he cannot joke about his college experience. It's very hard for it, and I'm very fucking smart. Yeah. It's like, I just, I know you are, but it's really funny how defensive you get about it. Let's yeah, do an episode on being defensive. We can be defensive about, don't we? So that's your that's only true. thing? That's yeah, your only one? Yeah, why not? <laughs> wow! <laughs> not. Shut the fuck up and move on! <laughs> I know. No. I wonder Too why that's... Are going to cry later? No, what, what's your um, what's your defensiveness about that? Do you just, I just worked really hard for it. That'd be like someone coming up to you and being like, you fucking, you know, comedy, you were all right. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think like, that's, that no, like, that, that, the, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. But I think it would be, like, way more mature. I don't care, though. If, <laughs> like, I mean, in the interest of friendships, if you actually said, see? Here we go. You know, defend, if you just said, hey, that kind of hurts my feelings because I worked really hard to go through this uh, sports a push-up program to teach people who can afford to pay Equinox. <laughs> and I feel very sad when you do that. It just, I I think that would be a really great thing. It's, terrible. why? <laughs> I like bulldozing Oh, don't we do that? I yes. say it hurt my feelings, you say it hurt your feelings. Yeah, like you pitched a joke once where you said that... Like you, you old said, girl had to be drunk to fuck you. Right. And although that's true... It hurt your feelings, and I never said it again till now. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, Lisa was like, why don't we do a bit? <laughs> <laughs> that it's ironic. Lisa goes, hey, I'm just thinking about something. Like, why, don't we, why don't we do a tale where... I love how I just ladies. turned into Jackie Gleason, which I find very flattering, by the way. Why don't we do a tale... Do the invitation to me. It's yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> where, where, you know, women, uh, they only fuck you if they get drunk. Well, because you're so... <laughs> Because you're so bright. And isn't it ironic that I don't drink, but a girl has to be drunk to fuck me? Right. And it hurt your feelings, and I apologize. So, Nick, let's do an impression. Um, here, you be me, Bo, and yeah. I'll be Nick getting all defensive about yeah. my college. But I'll act like the Nick of the future who's going to be, have a successful relationship because he knows how to say his feelings. Um, you joke around with me first about my college being dumb. Yeah, yeah, You're me. Yeah, okay. So act like Jackie Gleason. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, so I, I saw you went to uh, Springfield College. Um, yes, I did. Uh, I mean, don't you got to be kind of who? little nuts in the head there to be uh, going to school like that? Uh, Bo, this is Nick. I know we joke about uh, 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 really hard 
told my dad I had to sell his pinky ring to get me back home. So I'm very, very, I hope you can make that maybe out of bounds for now. You know what? Since you make such a compelling argument, I'll say uh, I won't say I won't be talking about you Springfields no more. Uh, thank you, Lisa because uh, I just feel like you make us close to friends. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad to be closer to you, uh, Nicholas. <laughs> now we're true friends. I'll drop you off to 22 Southport Road. <laughs> uh, gays are on their way. Oh, well, that's Nick's full home address. <laughs> Anyway, I like that real we worked this out, and I do think it makes us a better person if we can just say it. That has nothing to do with the topic, though. We no, got distracted no. during the break. I think uh, I'm just hungry, guys. I think <laughs> I'm never going to make fun of Nick's college again, because he had to work very hard, and he just expressed to me through me channeling his character that it would be better to stay off limits. Yeah, yeah, stay away Which from is weird what people can and take a group. joke about, isn't it? Because... We can joke all we want about Nick's dead mom, but yeah, boy, we yeah. can't joke about that dumb fucking college he went to. That's true. Isn't that interesting what we get hurt by? Well, because he didn't spend four years inside of his mom. <laughs> okay, uh, I just uh, I just want to say, uh, wait, wait. no reaction. Wasn't a good joke because he, he didn't laugh. He hates uh, no, he he like that joke. Wait, no. I have to be I'm honest. going by him, dude. No, I have to be honest with you. I rarely laugh out loud spontaneously at anything. And that actually was really funny. Well, Would you put that in your roast? I think we might need to do a clip. (laughs) Okay, so let's get back to delusional now that Bo wants to make clips out of one video. Okay, now... What a good segue. I know. Now, delusion is very interesting because, first of all, I wanted to do this because Bo, I think, has a disproportionate confidence in his ability to do comedy. Now, I say there's nothing wrong with Bo. He works hard. He's fine. I think you think you're more than fine and that's okay. And I think you need more than fine to be a success or else you would quit. Right. But it would be great if you could balance it because there is a balancing act that comes from confidence versus delusions of grandeur. Now, delusions of grandeur, as you know, you think you're uh, sort of an entity sent by baby Jesus to cure <laughs> the world of non-laughter, and you, like, have... You just Are you think, reading from my journal? <laughs> you just think More like baby Huey, you know, right? <laughs> I don't think you're as, as bad as that. You don't have... You don't think you're like, oh, I can reach the masses and, like, um, create Buddhism in Bo's form, even though you're large. I think Bell-like. you... Are a good comic. Yeah, yeah. But what is the line to you, Bo, between confidence and then slipping over into that gray area of like, wow? Because here it is. The danger is you putting out there you're so really full of yourself. And because yeah. I don't think you really are. No. So what do you think is the is the line that's the tipping point? Well, I think it's got to be an internal thing. So like internal delusion isn't a problem, but when it becomes external. Right when I start projecting that onto other people, right, right. So if like I'm at a show and I go up and you know I have a good set, but I come back and I'm like, yeah, I'm a pretty big deal, like to everybody. Right. And it and it and it passes the like because sometimes you can do that and it's funny. Yeah. Right. So every now and then you can kind of have your little, but everyone knows ah, he's making a joke. He, he he knows where he's at. You know right. what I mean? So 
it's when you start projecting who you are and making other people validate it. Right. When it's not true, right? So you take your delusion and go, now you have to validate it. That's true because I have been on shows where a comic will literally bomb, bomb and come back and literally mean it when they go, that was, I, I crushed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, were you that's, in the room? Right. So I don't get that either. Well, that's so mental is, I would love it, to see. I, I would love to see a scan of that person's brain. Right. Because delusion <laughs> is actually, would. when I looked it up, it's a literal mental illness. Sure. But delusions of grandeur, if you catch it in time before it goes full over into fantasy, I think that's the problem. When yes. it becomes a fantasy, then it just becomes that person just is out of touch with reality. Right. Like there's this thing, okay, in a movie from years ago, there was a um, scene where, you know, the, the little kid and the father were at the zoo and then they were like, oh, let's imitate the animals. It's one thing, there's nothing wrong with when you're six pretending to be an animal in the zoo and have a few <laughs>, laughs and you bond with your father. Problem is when you're 45 and you go to the zoo and you think that's okay. Yeah. It's like in Step Brothers where the father goes, don't lose your dinosaur, <laughs> where he's like, at 18, I had to put aside. Yeah. I'm not a dinosaur. And he goes like, like, I lost yeah. it. Yeah. He does like, this, I lost it. How is that a job? How is right. that a thing? So you have to... I think eventually you don't have to lose your internal dinosaur, which so I think impossible. was the point of it. But yeah. the fucking delusion that that's still a harmless obsession would be awfully odd. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, yeah, I, yeah. I totally agree. I mean, yeah. When it when it starts to become like this fantasy world, like you always said, you know, you're talking about like if, if you constantly need to say how funny you are, Let's say you're an attractive person. If you always have to say, I'm hot, I'm hot, I'm hot. You're talking oh, about it's horrible. Then you really don't believe it. I know. Right? So there's, there's for me, it's really about not making all the people around me have to confirm how funny I think I am all the time. Right. right? So I'm not walking around going like, so Nick, um, <laughs> you saw my set, right? Yeah, what do you think? Uh, you thought it was pretty good. Right? Uh, do, uh, do. Hey, so like Just for Laughs is like a pretty like big festival, right? Right. Uh, that's a pretty big thing that I got. But like you asking <laughs> is not as offensive as you going, dudes, if I could have the set of the night. Yeah. You know, maybe three other people did better in some world, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah. Or they fucking, I was once on a radio show with a boyfriend of mine who was headlining at the time and I was the feature. And on the radio show, they go, uh, you know, hey, so what are people gonna say after they see this show? And I go, switch the order. <laughs> so that to me is nice confidence because well, it was fucking true, yeah. but it's also mean. Mm -hmm. And also it's sort of, um, you know, a bit tipping over into I'm so grand. Yeah. So I think it's that's really a balancing well, act. That's yeah. funny. Well, you, yeah, because that's interesting. Because of course, the stories you've told us about when you in the beginning is, you were quite delusional, probably more delusional than I was. Maybe because I as am. I told you, I had an audition where the guy said, what, how would you describe your comedy? I said, I can't fucking describe it. All I know is <laughs> people want to come see me again and again. So I'm the Frank Sinatra of comedy. Hey! <laughs> you know, so I had that too. Yeah, but I arguably have so much more raw talent and ability than you do. Yeah, yeah. And we know this, yeah. but you're very good. You're a hard worker. <laughs> But the raw talent, also the raw <laughs> talent, though, without the hard work, doesn't get you anywhere. It's true, yeah. You gotta have I'd mix. rather have your level of talent and drive than the guy who has so much talent and drive, excuse me, has so much talent, but then doesn't fulfill no the potential drive. and has no drive. Right. So that's 
when you go into something which I think Nick has done this before, and it's not a negative. People do it all the time. We sure. all have done it in one way or another. There's something called the delusion. I just found out about it. The delusion of persecution, mm -hmm. where you Ooh. constantly feel like it wasn't your fault if you don't yeah. get something, and you had nothing to do with it. And I get it because yeah. I've been there too. Where and it and if it tips into victimization or my family is cursed, I actually had a friend once who was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I knew it wouldn't work out. My family's cursed." That's a delusion that is probably much harder to deal with and shed, more than a delusion of grandeur. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, Hundred percent. So Nick, you get it, right? Uh, as you said that, I go, I, oh, I know exactly what she's talking Where about. Where did that <laughs> came from for you? Because you've really, I noticed ever since we had a big talk about a month ago, you stepped up and got a lot of spots. You haven't complained. I don't know. We all have internal complaining, you know, oh, yeah, but yeah. you haven't made it like where you didn't catch it and wrestle it to the ground. So what do you think switched? How did you get out of that delusion of, wow, it's somebody else's fault. I'm being persecuted here or tested. I think I remember one time you and I had dinner and you were telling me that, and I, and I've definitely done this in my life because, and you said like, Nick, I feel like sometimes you think you're a victim because you've suffered so much loss. Yeah. And I honestly, there's times where I've literally felt like, like I've, I've said this before, like, but when COVID hit and I was like nervous about like my dad, he's older, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I remember going, you know what? I've had enough bad shit happen to me. I, I think this one's going to skip me. I like really feeling that way and being yeah. like, I've, I've paid enough. So you like, really have. and I've yeah. noticed, and I've noticed like, even if like little things don't go my way, like any loss or anything, I'm like, I immediately get like, this shouldn't be, ha I've, I've paid en enough. Yes. You know yes, and, 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 yes. and then immediately I'm like, what am I? Everyone deals with shit. And also, you know, nobody is denying that you've had so much loss, like your mom dying, your grandma dying, your dad not being uh, fiscally, you know, yeah. solvent. But also, you have every privilege there is. Oh, absolutely. You're white, you're a guy, you're supposedly straight, <laughs> you're in good health. So, what it is, is you enjoy every privilege in this country, which is not to say you, privilege doesn't mean you never have pain. Yeah, of course. But as the adage is, obviously we've all heard this, pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. So the more you have a delusion that you're being persecuted, you're volunteering for suffering. Sure. Yeah. So the fact that you've been booking since we had that big talk, I mean, tons of spots. I mean, I yeah. even commented once, I'm like, wow, this fucking guy, like, you listen. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I just need, yeah, you've told me that before too. You're like, oh, he takes advice really well. And you some, do. There's sometimes where I'm just like, I just need to, I mean, it's been a bunch of things. It's been therapy. It's been this podcast. It's been the relationship I have with you guys. It's all It's all the things that I'm So like, we make you a better person. In comedy. <laughs> oh my God. Here's one area. Speaking of non-comedy, do you guys, because you didn't speak much about women, and I think mm. it is so funny Interesting. when a guy <laughs> thinks he deserves that hot chick, but isn't that hot. So what I mean, the guy himself isn't hot. So there's many men who quote outkick their coverage when it comes to snatch. Sure. So they either get huge <laughs> volumes of it. Yeah. Or one quality yeah. piece of ass. Yeah. So you go and you look at the guy and you go, huh? I wonder if he thinks he's that great or is it because she can see past looks or see past lack of money and has generally low or has generally low self-esteem. Right. So <laughs> be, seriously, like no, yeah. all, I always dated guys that were way better looking than me, but 
part of me knew. I said, it's because I'm fucking famous. Right. Because I'm fucking awesomely funny. I didn't always, I didn't go, well, I matched them in the looks department. I was like, fuck, at least I can pull this shit because I'm funny yeah. and wealthy. Right. So <laughs> I didn't have any delusions about that. Right, right. Have you guys ever fallen into the trap of, wow, this girl's far too good for me and I really actually think I deserve it? Or do you kind of in the back of your mind, where do you go, Bo? It's tough because I feel like I try not to project that um, I'm not good enough because of the way I look mm. because then yeah. – because that's not really true. Mm. Like, I don't it? think that's ever really true. No. I could not be good enough because of my appearance compared to that person's. It's also, Why? I mean, it's also a horrible way to go through life. Well, yeah. So because, in other words, you feel like, okay, the because looks other don't value. matter? Well, there's other value, okay. right? So in each, uh, like, possible, like, you know, girlfriend or fling or whatever, like, there's different levels of value. And I just hope to bring as much of my value as I can. And if she happens to be more attractive than me, then that's great. But if, I, if I'm if i projecting insecurity that, like, oh, she's, like, way more attractive than I am and she's... I'm like, she's doing me a favor. Mm. You know what I mean? Then I'm kind of, I'm actually probably, she won't, she would pick up on that energy. Yes. And we probably, it wouldn't happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. So and you also, almost have to come from a confidence standpoint of like, absolutely. I have absolutely. what I have and I'm, you know. and So your, your drive and your brain and your kindness and your sobriety and all the good stuff okay. outweighs your girthy, disgusting looks. Well. The, the handles. Okay. So those all those <laughs> Instagram handles. Follow us. Yes. So here's the thing too. Like I think also you guys think you're way worse looking than you actually are. Yes. So I think that might be a good thing to work on because then you're like, if you actually see yourself clearly. Yeah. I don't think it goes into delusion then. I think delusion is harder to fall into. Yeah. yeah. Now like you would be good to look at your jokes and go, okay. I can see the jokes clearly, which are A, which are B, which are right. C, which are going to fall off. Yeah. So it's almost like the be more we develop as humans and work on the psychology of it, we can judge those things and not take it personally. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, and I, to go back to the, like the, the women thing, it's not that – like I shouldn't be walking around thinking, well, if I, you know, if I had a conversation with Jessica Alba, she'd be – you know. Uh, we'd probably date. You right, know what I mean? Like, right. it's not that. So you don't want to have that level of delusion. Um, but I think that, you know, at the same time, you just want to try and be as confident as you can and and not, like, write yourself off to other people. You so confidence I mean? versus conceit. And unfortunately, delusions of grandeur come off as conceit sometimes. Yeah, for sure. So I think it's just good that we're, like, working on the process of going, yeah, I accept myself the way I am. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm again. We've said before. I'm not going to be the best. I'm not going to be the worst. I'm not the thinnest. I'm not the fattest. Right. It's fine. And it's and we've seen time and time again men who are not that good looking get women who are incredibly good. I mean, look at Pete Davidson right now. He's cleaning up. Look, he's fucking he looks, hat. He's not that good. No, looking. no, no. But but you know? you know what? I don't just think you are too hard on yourself. I yeah. I no. Listen to me. Let me finish because I'm going to say something nice, which is rare. Okay. You said. Right at the beginning of that segment, I would be delusional if I walked in and I said, I'm here for the fitness photo shoot. <laughs> I absolutely think you could be in one as the before. <laughs> I think this could happen. I think it's in your wheelhouse and you have to stop hating yourself. Clip it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I often wonder too if like, 
I wonder if really, like arguably insanely great looking guys probably hate something else about themselves yeah. that keeps them from fully going in. For I'm sure. sure. I'm sure. But I know some beautiful, beautiful people that are like talking to a fucking wall and it's like, it's just what a waste, you know? But wha so what do you mean? Well, they don't have anything mentally or they, there's just nothing there, like personality. Yeah. So in other words, it's, it's just, just going, we all have strengths and weaknesses. Right. And that's okay, but okay, like I'll show you how delusional. I remember the first time I did a TV show, it was a Chevy Chase roast. Now back then, yeah. there was cable, but not any streaming services. Right. But there were only like 30 channels. So I was like, wow, the Chevy Chase roast must be the most important show that's ever been broadcast yeah. on this Sunday at 10 o'clock at night. And I said, I... After the broadcast, I am going to walk down, and I'm sure this is in New York City. I was living in Tudor City, which is on the upper um, Midtown West. I go, I guarantee everybody's seen this thing. So at like 11, <laughs> I mean, honestly, in my head, I really think this is true. So I'm all dressed. I go down to the Korean market to like get a cookie, like as if like that wasn't just something created. To I literally walk down and I say to the doorman, doorman. Well, hello, doorman. <laughs> and he's like, hello, Miss Lisa. And I'm like, oh, he's so professional. He has been not to act like I'm a celebrity. That is so, so kind of him. And I said, what a professional. I walked down the street and I walked into the Korean market and I grab a cookie and the Korean guy goes to me, is that all? And of course he said it in an accent, but I don't do accents anymore, especially because Asians, stop Asian hate. Right, yeah, we gotta stop them. So mm. I, he said to me, hello, and I said, well, hello there! Like fucking Helen Lawson or something from freaking Valley of the Dolls. And he's like, uh, $1.99. And I'm like, oh, those Koreans, they are so good at hiding their emotions. And I walk back and it was like six months later that I realized that no one was watching this fucking thing unless you were in comedy or you enjoyed yeah. comedy. Oh, so that's, that's fully delusional. That's fucking awesome. And you learn pretty quick that you're not the center of the world. <laughs> so right. Funny. Yes. Yeah. But and this is not saying completely let go of all of it. It's that balance. Because I literally now, every time I leave my house, not just to the store, every time I go out, I assume I will not get recognized, but you will never see me out of the house without full hair and makeup. <laughs> I am fucking still a half-ass old school wash-up celebrity and I will always put the layers on. Yeah. Same. And so yeah, I think we just kind of, we know that, we, we know not to look for it. Right. But if it happens, we're prepared. So maybe sure. that's what delusion is about. Just staying mm. where we're, mm. don't tip over into the mental illness part of it, like me going to the Korean market expecting, <laughs> you know, some dumb hoe to recognize me. We really have so to just, and, and not have conceit or victimization. Yeah. Do you see? Yeah, yeah. Do you understand? <laughs> have yes. I not been yes. clear? Yes, Lisa. No. So that being said, I think you could both pull some cute looking tail. And yeah, Nick works on his uh, more being real and saying that hurt my feelings. I have a feeling you're going to be married with children within three years. Three years? Huh? I do. I, I do. How old am I? Yeah, I guess that's about right. It is. You don't want to be what someone. What about me? <clears throat> you're gonna do, <laughs> you know what you're going to do? You're going to devote yourself to comedy until it eats you from the inside out. You relapse 
and probably die. But then the good news is <laughs> you'll posthumously become very famous. Posthumously means after death. And Thank you. you will be in the Comedy Hall of Fame either way. How's that? Uh, that's pretty good. I bet you'd rather live You're three going out like I get to drink again. That's nice. That's a good part. <laughs> going out like Farley, baby. <laughs> yeah. You got four more years. Well, listen, I think yeah, this has cocaine. been great. Uh, oh, by the way, one last point. I don't think it's harmless when people say things like there are, there's a business in everybody. I think that's harmful to people yes. because it sets you up to feel like, first of all, a failure if you're the garbage man or the plumber or the guy who works for somebody. I think it puts people down. I think it makes it look easy. And I think it's damaging to people who also, if they try it, feel they're less than. Right. So that guy, I don't know who that guy is, yeah. but I don't like it. Well, there is a lot of What that. is that guy's name? Gary Vaynerchuk. Oh, I don't like There's it. There's a lot of that on like YouTube. Like I think I remember I, I told you like I saw some guy on YouTube. He was like a sobriety influencer. Oh. And he was like, since I've been sober 18 months, I have four new cars and three new houses. Because he stole them. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, <laughs> ah, that's not really. Uh, that's not a that's goal not of sobriety, is yeah, it? It's not uh, <laughs> like there's not, you know, you're in the top 0.0001% of people that that could happen to. I guarantee he and relapsed. And yeah. I hope so. Right. Because I, he will learn his lesson not to be a conceited little fucker. I actually honestly hope he relapses too. I do. Because he needs to learn humility, yeah. which is all what excuse me, what sobriety is about, that's correct? Right. Yeah, that's right. We should go find him, make him drink. God damn it, Dude, I hate I'm him. Down, <laughs> Fuck Let's Gary. Shoot him Let's up. go eat first. Then Let's call him I'm hungry. Yeah. Let's call him Larry Vanderkunt. <laughs> Vandercunt. Vandercunt rules. That's what Yeah. Rules. There we go. All right. What are all we right, gonna so do? Listen. Don't feel bad about yourself, people, but don't feel overly good. Yeah. There's a balance. See yourself clearly yeah. and work on it. That being said, Nick, you are smart. Not the smartest, but yeah. you're smart. You went to Bo, a really decent shut up, college. Bo. You're not gross. Bo's ruining. I think we fucking <laughs> covered it all, haven't we? That was... That's it. That, yeah, all right. Subscribe. <laughs> I just want to get out. No, too bad. Are you really hungry? I am. Oh, yeah. I am. Yeah, I'm I can't dying. see. It's all right. Good. Guys... I love Get cornholed and we'll ew. We'll see you next week. Bye. Nick's really smart. Went to great college. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Losers with a Dream. We'll see you next week when you got more time to kill. Fucking hate these guys. Bye.